Hello and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Wednesday and we are still in ordinary time. This week we continue our slow reading of the Gospel of Mark, spending some time paying attention as disciples to what Jesus says and does. If there are any insights, any questions that come up uh, during your time together in prayer, please feel free to send me an email at pastorjim2006 at icloud.com. And now we begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God, and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth, the heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. You have been born anew through the abiding word of God. A reading from Mark, chapter 2, beginning at verse 23. One Sabbath, Jesus was going through the grain fields, and as they made their way, the disciples began to pluck heads of grain. The Pharisees said to him, Look, why are you doing what is not lawful on the Sabbath? And he said to them, Have you never read what David did when he and his companions were hungry and in need of food? He entered the house of God when Abiathar was high priest, and he ate the bread of the presence, which is not lawful for any but the priest to eat, and he gave some to his companions. Then he said to them, The Sabbath was made for humankind, not humankind for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. The Word of the Lord. Yesterday we heard that Jesus and his disciples are not fasting. We thought about Jesus' explanation of why instead they tend to celebrate. It's because the kingdom of God has come. Now, this morning, we find the disciples eating grain from the field and in process breaking the Sabbath laws that have to do with harvesting grain. In one way, we can see this as a dispute about the interpretation of the law. The Pharisees give no exceptions and interpret the law very strictly. They take offense at Jesus' violation of the Sabbath and of his teaching the disciples to do the same. And perhaps that is really where their offense is, not only that Jesus breaks the law or that Jesus' disciples do that, but he seems to defend them in the process. On the other hand, we can see Jesus offering a maybe a looser interpretation of the law that allows for individual exceptions in cases of hunger 
We have to guard against jumping, though, to quick classifications that cast the Pharisees as heartless legalists on the one hand, and Jesus as some kind of laid-back leader whose actions tell us in the end that the law really doesn't matter. But there are a couple of things in this brief story that help us understand what Jesus really is saying, and it points to Jesus coming to fill up all that the law points towards. First, Jesus' disciples are harvesting grain in a field, but Jesus uses the story of David eating the bread of the presence in the temple. Is Jesus then saying that all the grain in the field is like to the bread of the presence in God's temple? God's temple being, of course, not a building in Jerusalem, but the whole creation itself. Psalms like the one that we begin each morning prayer seem to speak to that as we come and worship God, but then talk about how God is the creator so that the whole creation could be seen as the temple of the Lord. And is Jesus then saying that as the king and Lord of this creation, he has power and authority to provide for his people according to his compassion, even as King David provided for his companions out of the compassion and abundance of the Lord. Then if that's the case, Jesus goes way beyond some kind of arcane dispute over Sabbath law, much more beyond just whether or not his interpretation is strict enough or too lax. In fact, Jesus' Sabbath interpretation is that it is a good instituted by God for human beings, and perhaps as a time for them to enjoy God's gracious gifts and the gifts of God's presence, to dwell together within this creation, this holy dwelling place of God, together. Once again, then, Jesus is fulfilling the whole promise of the law. In God's presence, in God's kingdom, every day is a kind of a Sabbath. Isn't that what Jesus came to bring to birth? Today, as we go out and enter God's world and enter into God's good creation, take a moment to consider how we are entering into the true temple of our Creator God. And as we eat, give thanks for the gifts that come from the abundance of God's grace. And finally, enjoy the promise of God's presence, the Holy Spirit within you. In all this, we enjoy both a fulfilling of the promise and a glimpse of the promise yet to come of God's kingdom and our grateful place within it. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. In you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation. 
for the new creation in Christ and for all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gift of relationships with others, and for the communion of faith in your church. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God, a might renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who are sick, afflicted, and in mourning. We pray for people in countries ravaged by strife and warfare, and for those who govern the nations of the world. Pray for those who work to bring about peace and international harmony, for those who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction, and for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. For who else or for what else do we pray today? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to fulfilling your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage, hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak, help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.